This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. With Vanguard advice, no matter what your retirement goals are, they can help you get there and enjoy it for years to come. The financial journey is all yours, but you never have to take it alone. That's the value of ownership. Visit Vanguard.com and explore Vanguard advice. All investing is subject to risk. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Services are provided by Vanguard Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets. 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower. Longer. Lecvio. Okay, guys, welcome back to another edition of That Mill Podcast. We're recording straight after the aftermath of a defeat, our third defeat of the season as we lost 2-1 to Blackburn Rovers. I'm joined by Neil. Hello, mate. How are you going? Not bad. And I'm joined by Kai from Mill Fan TV fame. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, right, so obviously today, guys, we've lost 2-1 to, uh, to Blackburn Rovers. Like I said, our third defeat of the season. At the death, Adam Armstrong, of all people, picks up the crucial goal for them. I don't know what I feel about it after that game. I feel like 
we was doing all right. We was in the game, but I feel like we kind of was flattered by the fact that Blackburn were almost there for taking on the counter-attack at times. And it wasn't the greatest of occasion, was it, Kai? I mean, what did you make of it, mate? Um, I thought first half we we looked we looked good. We you know obviously conceded to a to a really good strike from Harvey Elliott, but we bounced back. And I thought Scott Scott Malone took his goal really really well. Um, and it was just a real shame to to lose it the game right at the death like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think you how you summed it up was perfect. We we looked flat in the second half, and we didn't. I think they they sussed out um, sort of our, our wide going forward on on the width, and and a, a couple of times I felt like they just got a little bit lucky. You know the. We weren't really getting the rub of the green, you know, it was pulled into them or, or little deflections just going straight to them, whereas we weren't getting anything like that. So yeah, yeah real shame. definitely didn't have any luck when the second goal went in, obviously going off Ryan Woods. Um, I see a lot of people online being critical of him as I'm reading through. What, uh, Neil, what did you make of Ryan Woods tonight? thought he was a bit quiet, but some of the abuse he's got is totally putrid from one or two people. A bit uncalled for. Okay, he was a bit slow to get across and he turned his back, didn't he? I'm not a big fan of that. Don't like seeing that. I'd rather you take one full-on flush in the bloody gob rather than concede a goal in the last minute. A bit, bit deflating, actually, because they were there for the taking. We were obviously watching the game and there weren't anything special. I think outside of about three or four teams in this division, they were decidedly average. This team free-flowing and scores loads and loads and loads of goals didn't really show it. They didn't really cause as many problems. So, a bit a bit deflating. Agreed, mate. I mean, so the team news at the start was obviously Jake Cooper's, was 136 games in the end he played in a row. And unfortunately for us, he missed out today. So we went with the normal bat five, but except it was Romeo, Hutch, Pierce, Wallace and Malone, Barty and Gull, Woods and Williams in the middle. Bit interesting with that one with Leonard stepping out, no Thompson, kind of two ball player midfielders. And then you've got Jed on the right, Parrot on the left and JDB in the middle. Now, obviously, JDB is getting a lot of criticism recently, Kai. So I, I want you to tell me what you think of him first and obviously how you thought he'd done tonight. I mean, it was a hard task for him, but... I don't know, are you kind of pro him, against him? Want to give him another chance? What's your kind of views on him? Um, I'm I'm pretty neutral, me. Um, I think he, he's playing now, but I think once we, we get to Hall back and Bennett and things like that, I think he'll probably step aside. But, um, you know, that, that miss against Cardiff was, was really, really poor. But since then, he's, he's bounced back quite nicely, I think. He's, he's given it a real go. You know, tonight he, really, he did work hard. He worked his socks off. And I can't, I can't criticise him for that. Um, you know, there's a couple of chances where you think, you know, just take another touch and you can get a shot away. But, you know, he he's, he's just needs that bit more confidence. And second half, straight away, he nearly scored, didn't he? If he scores that, he gets his confidence up a little bit. But again, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty neutral on him. I sort of don't like to criticise players too much. Would you have rathered Matt Smith up front instead, though? Or is JDB um, the better option? I mean, the problem is, obviously, playing Smith, I feel like we've all seen it. And I think Rowett says it sometimes. He went with Bradshaw a lot of games away from home, play Smith at home because we don't need to press too high. I mean, that's probably a problem in itself. But, you know, Matt Smith scored as many goals as he has. And obviously last season, our top goal scorer. Should he not have been playing instead, do you reckon? Uh, probably, yeah, probably. Um, I think if if anything, he brought him, off, brought him on too late. He brought him on, obviously, as soon as we, we conceded. But I think he probably should have given him at least 10 minutes at the end with Tomo and Bradshaw. Um, 
But what the problem with Smith is that you know you, you don't get the work rate with Smith. But then again, you could put Bradshaw on instead, and and you could give him a go. But Parrot worked really hard for me tonight, and he's this he's that sort of player. So hopefully, once we get Bennett and Mahoney back, we can then shift Parrot more central and put Bennett and Mahoney on the left. Bennett or Mahoney on the left. So Neil, what do you make of the last minute sub with Smith coming on? I mean, that kind of said to me that we said it at the time when we was watching it, didn't we, Neil? But it was like he was almost playing for the draw this game, and then obviously when the guy went in, he's chasing it last minute, isn't he? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, but it was a futile effort, really, wasn't it? He had to try and do something. Chuck Smith up front, and you've got three, four minutes of injury time to just sling the ball into the box, and hopefully he can actually get his head to something. I don't like the formation. I think the formation, is just too rigid with it. And they were finding holes. The first goal, their first goal came because... The fullback was nowhere to be found, and the guy came in. They'd, yeah, they'd obviously dragged the three central defenders with the guy who originally had the ball, and Harvey Elliott was on his own. I'm, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, well, I'm a four-four-two man. Always have been, always will be. I don't like this bloody ticky-tacky three at the back, two wing backs, two in midfield, and one here, one there. It's two up front, mate. It, then you could have done something about it. Have Smith up front, the parrot, the playoff, or vice versa, and Bradshaw on, but not a big fan of the formation. I think it's a difficult one. I think it's obviously made us defensively hard to beat. Obviously, today we conceded two, which is a bit of an anomaly on the road. So that's obviously a tough one to take today because... I think both goals are avoidable. You mentioned the first goal where, you know, he's not been picked up at the back post and he's finished it superbly, fair play to him. But even the second goal, I think, you know, a couple of times where I look at Woods there, he could have got a foot in beforehand, kind of missed the play a little bit. And unfortunately for us, Woods goes to block the shot, turns his back on it and it deflects off him and goes in. And they're avoidable goals. I don't know if it makes a difference if Cooper was missing today, Kai, but I think, what's your thoughts on the five at the back and obviously the two goals today? Um, first on Cooper, I think Cooper does make a huge difference. I think a couple of times we saw sort of Pierce because Pierce is playing more central. If Murray Wallace plays there normally, we have we just have a bit more. You don't, I don't think people realise that actually Cooper looks quite quick when he when he gets in the ball and he runs forward. So I think Cooper actually has got a bit of pace about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two goals today were well, the first one quality strike, but as you said, could could have stopped him, could have picked him up a little bit better. Uh, second goal totally avoidable. You know Ryan Woods passes that straight out to to Hutchinson instead of you know dilly dallying around with it, but. Um, the formation, I, I've been quite sort of positive about that formation since we since Gary Routes come in because it seems to be picking up at us uh, results. Um, but I am just starting to sort of question maybe Routes substitutions and tactics at the moment. But I think once the players come back from injury that we're that we're missing, hopefully it will start to click again. Go into more detail about the subs. You mean as in like Smith coming on last minute and stuff? Is that kind of what's getting you a little bit? Or yeah. Um, We've got five subs now, and I think he's, you know, before he, I think we would have, uh, we wouldn't have conceded there. I think he probably would have only used two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a bit, you know, he needs to sort of just rotate a bit more. I would have brought, um, you know, maybe Smith on early. I wouldn't have brought on Skalik. I don't know why he brought on Skalik. Skalik had a good game, to be fair, on on, um, on Saturday. Um, but, you know, I just think he's not making enough substitutions early enough. And therefore, we're sort of paying the price because we're, we're either getting leggy or we're, you know, we're making mistakes. Then, we, then we're trying to rush players on. It's just it's not going to work. So, Neil, if I said to you at the start of the season, after 15 games, we'd lost three games at this point, <laughs> would you have took it? Nah, that's a play on the words of the podcast one the other <laughs> night. But 
four wins, eight draws, three defeats and 15 nil. We're 13th place at the table, scored 13 and 15, conceded 12 and 15. I mean, as a whole, what would you make of that? I just want to pick some up on that Kai said about the substitutes. Go for it. I think, I think he's actually trying to manage the squad. He's got a very small squad mm-hmm. and he's got players coming back from injury, players still injured. And this run of games is absolutely brutal. We're playing Monday, oh, sorry, uh, Saturdays, then Tuesdays or Wednesdays, Saturdays, Tuesdays or Wednesdays, Saturdays. It's not helping him. He hasn't got the biggest squad in the world because he likes a small squad. Yeah. And I think he's trying to nurse people through. His problem is that Troy Parrott's coming back from two two injuries at the start of the season. Smith, you know you're not going to get much more than half hour, 45 minutes out of him, are you? So I think he's quite limited with such a small squad. But going back to your second question, what, we're 13th in the table, did you say? 13th after 15 games. Everyone's on 15 games, 13th place. Yeah, too many draws in that. I'd settle, for the, I'd settle for the three defeats. But I think, I think what's that, four, four, four or five draws in the defeat now in the last six? Correct, five draws, one defeat in the last six. Not great. A six without a win now, isn't no, it, I think? so. Yeah, no, it's not great, to be honest. I, yeah, but I don't mind us drawing, but mm. I like us drawing when we're showing summer. But we haven't really looked like winning many of them games, have we? So that's quite alarming. It's actually seven games without a win now. The seven last win was Preston, that game when Sahor got injured, which I think Rout will be ruined a bit because we've said it, like he's really unlucky with the injuries. And obviously Mahoney's now out, which I think might have made a difference today. Same with Bennett. The two of them probably would have both featured in some capacity today, you'd think. And obviously bringing Thompson on for Bud Vardson, it might have looked negative at the time, but you're right. He might be managing his playing time because obviously he played Saturday. And then in that sense, obviously, who else has he got to bring on? People will say George Alexander might get a chance. I mean, Kai, have you seen much of George Alexander? Obviously, scoring goals in the 23s. Are you kind of in the brigade of giving him a chance? Or what do you think of that one? Um, I think anyone's worth a go at the moment, to be honest. Um, Good point. I've seen a little bit of him. Um, he looks to be scoring goals, doesn't he? He's got, mm. you know, that's the main thing. Just put the ball in the back of the net and he seems to be doing it. Um, but I think as players come back from injury, players like Zahor, I think Zahor will be a really, really big player for us. Um, but yeah, it can't hurt to give Alexander, uh, someone like Alexander a go. Or there's another guy, um, that Abdul Malik. Um, he looks, he looks the part as well. But you know, probably a bit too young, a bit like a lightweight at the moment. But yes, good players coming through. You do think though, like is it? I think we're allowed nine subs on the bench now as well, ain't we? Really? Because we're allowed to make five subs during the game. It'd be no harm putting a couple of these players on the bench. You think, no? No, I absolutely agree. I think, yeah, Alexander definitely should be given a go. Probably Alexander before Abdul Malik, because, you know, Alexander's playing week in, week out for run-23s, whereas Abdul Malik's sort of featuring off, off the bench. Um, yeah, definitely, I definitely agree with that. Because our team today, I mean, the bench itself, so you've got Tom Bradshaw, James Brown, Tyler Berry, Shane Ferguson, Frank Fielding, Ryan Leonard, Jerry Scalak, Matt Smith and Ben Thompson. So that was your nine on the bench. And obviously missing, we had Billy Mitchell, Connor Mahoney, Jake Cooper, Mason Bennett and Kenneth Sahor. So if maybe five of them would have all been in the squad, you'd imagine. But yeah, I mean, Tyler Burry being there, there's an interesting one there. But the rest of them, I don't know, could you have called on Shane Ferguson? I suppose the, the bench is as strong as it can be. But James Brown being in there is an interesting one because I've not really, we've seen bits of him, but he's 22, 23 years old now. And it's like, 
are we going to see him play or not? I suppose, Neil, is that, you know, like he's on the bench there, James Brown, but I know he's behind Romeo, but he prefers Leonard at right back, doesn't he? So, Yeah, I think we've got to give George Alexander a go, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's scoring for fun. Your work technology should help your organization run better. Monday.com is an intuitive platform designed to help teams of all sizes work better together and maximize results. With Monday.com, you can easily customize your workflows to fit your team's exact needs and create automated updates to keep everyone up to speed in real time. Experience the power of a single platform that replaces your costly tech toolbox and the headache that comes with it. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. This summer, L.L. Bean invites you to simply step outside and enjoy the fresh air and sunshine. We'll be your guide with tips and advice to get more out of every moment outdoors. Here's one. If you want to always have a quick patch and repair kit on your camping trip, wrap a few feet of duct tape around a water bottle or hiking pole. When you need a piece, simply peel one off. For more fun ideas, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com slash guide. And in the under-23s, I know there's a big step up between the under-23s and first-team football, but you've got to see if the kid's good enough. Yeah, that's see if he's good enough. And to be fair... I'd rather see him in there than Bavardson, to be quite frank, uh, who doesn't look like scoring. We could still be playing now and he probably wouldn't score. So let's see what this kid's about. James Brown, I've not seen him play, to be honest. I think he's had a couple of games, hasn't he? A couple of games at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. But he's obviously there because we've got such a wafer-thin squad. He's there for cover, isn't he? So, yeah, I mean, so if you look at obviously a bit on the statty side of today's game, we've had 45% of the ball supposedly, 17 shots to their 20, and obviously five on target to their four. So, we've actually tested their keeper more than they've tested Bart today, Kai, which is obviously an improvement there, isn't it? You know, we're making chances and eight corner kicks. So, we could say we may be unlucky because they've only had two corners the whole game. You know, we've been in maybe more in their half, so to speak. It was a bit unlucky tonight to lose, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I think a, a draw was at least well, was the least that we deserved. Um, but because of this sort of run of draws, you, 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 you're you getting sore of the 89th, 90th minute and you're, you're feeling like it's a loss because these draws don't mean as much as they were sort of five, six games ago. When that Norwich draw we got, which was nil-nil, that was a really, really good draw in my opinion. But these draws now just don't feel as good, obviously. And then to lose it is is, is, is really disappointing. I'm going to pick up on some tweets that we've had when I've put out on the handle, just like people's post-match thoughts. So we've had a few interactions. Obviously, run Dave run with the first reply was the ref was a cunt. I mean... <laughs> well, we should have had two penalties, so he is so, so we probably yeah. should talk about that one. I think there's a picture floating around that I've seen from Richard Crawley as well online. And I think there's three potential handball shouts there, isn't there, Neil? I mean, we should have had a penalty, shouldn't we? At least one. Exactly. Yeah, well, we... Yeah, well, we were watching it, obviously, as we've said about 15 times already. But I think there was one in the first half where the guy moved his body and he moved his arm towards the ball That's a, and blocked it. That's a definite penalty for me. And I think the one at the end, it, it looks very suspicious. And obviously, you only get the odd replay on I follow, don't you? And it isn't clear, but it looks as if the guy's gone up Diego Maradona style and uh, and has knocked the ball off Yevloff, I think it was Bradshaw's head or somebody, wasn't it? And that looks a 
clear penalty and certainly we were making enough of a song and dance after the game about it. So there must have been summer in it. I, yeah, but then again, you know, referees, we ain't going to get a bloody, well, we ain't going to get a toot off them, are we? Especially up there. Yeah, Kai, any thoughts added on to that about the penalty shots? No, with Neil, 100%, I think at least one of them should have been given, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're Mill, aren't we? So Some more, yeah, agreed, mate. Some more post-match thoughts. John Mill Fox, he says, Romeo looked good coming back. Murray Wallace was several misplaced passes. John Daddy must be out of chances. Surely that ref owes us a fucking apology. Agree with pretty much most he said there. I think Romeo did look good tonight, didn't he? Getting forward a few times. I think the criticism everyone seems to have, and I agree with it, is is when he gets in that position in the final thirds, it's just his end product's not quite there, Kai. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, I think what Romeo gives as well is, when Romeo plays, Jed looks you know, more energetic. He looks more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, them two link up really nicely. And yeah, yeah, I agree. Romeo gets to the position, but he just doesn't quite give us the end product, whether that's a shot or a cross, and that's something maybe he needs to work on. Yep. Um, we also had more tweets from Harry May saying, yes, at John Daddy is fucking shit. <laughs> okay, we'll read all the replies because it's only fair that we do and everyone can get their right opinion. MFC Gav saying, shit ref, row it shit, wood shit, parrot shit, Smith should start. I mean, it's, it's good to catch the moment after the games because it's true, like we've lost today. We've not been great. And obviously it's good to kind of get everyone's opinion of it. And a lot of people are being critical, especially of Woods I've seen online, like you said, Neil, earlier. It's 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 a bit kind of on the I'm on the fence with criticism of players directly. Calling them shit is one thing, but if you're lambasting them a bit more, it's a bit you know different, isn't it, Neil? Yeah, well, some of that went a little bit far. Mm-hmm. I think somebody calling him a ginger midget, whatever. And whatever. <laughs> no offense, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, well, don't want your mum coming in and um, <laughs> smacking me around the head for swearing and leading you astray. Yeah. But, but no, I think that I don't agree that parrot shit. I've got to be honest. I think he's he's shown summit in the last two games that we've missed. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely something about him. We just need to get him the ball a little bit more. We need to create some chances for him and let's see if he can finish them. Yeah, that's our problem is we don't create that many chances. I feel so personally create chances for himself, really. His classic one was Romeo, I think. Mm. We talked about Romeo or Carver's talking about Romeo. I think we both were frustrated at one point where he where he flew down the wing with the ball, went towards the penalty areas, but instead of taking the guy on, came back on himself and the chance was blocked and wasted. And I think it fell to Jed Wallace, didn't it, who rolled it into the goalkeeper's arms. That's mm-hmm. frustrating, is that his output it doesn't quite isn't quite there, is it? He, he, his final ball lacks a little bit in that in, yeah, but in that last third. Yeah, but let's face it, well, we've said it on the debate shows, if the boy could cross, he wouldn't be playing for us. Mm, you're right I mean I think the first half I think it was also it kind of fell to Wallace and have a shout for handball where the player leaned into it didn't he and I mean it's, it was a hard one to take again tonight I do feel that and I, I do feel he was unlucky to lose it was poor defending ultimately so we deserve to concede the two goals but you know I do feel like we was undone by you know a side that we could have maybe got more from the game in so it's unfortunate a couple more tweets uh, Matt Joy worst officials I've seen in a long time Borderline cheating, in my opinion. Three missed handballs. 
Would disaster class, but Varsen is just useless. Plays slightly better, yes, but can't hold the ball up and his touch is shocking. People agree with that one. Um, James Gibbons also tweeted, better performance, got to be played Smith and Wingers though. Woods uh, making more and more mistakes. Finally, we got bit, bitten by one. Idiotic to try and beat three players when he is the last man. Play the simple ball, back to the keeper. Glad Romeo is back. I mean, I think we should make a call for this. And I think 4-4-2, Jed Wallace on the right. Who would you play on the left, though, with the injuries? Maybe Mahoney if he's back on time or Bennett. I mean, who who would play on the left at the moment? Shane Ferguson, I suppose, could play there, couldn't he? So, would, would 2,000 fans back in Saturday go 4-4-2? I think we've just got to kind of go for it on the weekend, haven't we, Guy? No, definitely, yeah. I think the, the fans are back in the stadium. We've got to sort of get get them off their seats, you know? You know, because mm-hmm. the worst thing we want to do is is we, we don't want we, we, what we don't want to do is start the game slow and then the fans get on the back of the players, you know, and then it all goes downhill from there. So we need to start off quick, you know, um, quick start. And I quite like to see maybe Fergie because I think when when you play uh, Smith up top, you need someone to whip the ball in the box, and that's either Mahoney or Ferguson. I don't think Bennett does that so well. Mm-hmm. Bennett's more driving down the line, whereas Ferguson or Mahoney will whip the ball into Smith. And I think yeah, definitely need to um, yeah start start quickly on uh, Saturday. I think. You know, like with Ferguson, I think it, especially in this moment now, we're seven without a game, seven wins without a game, seven games without a win. <laughs> I'll spit my words out. Seven wins, seven games without a win. You know, Ferguson offers that six out of 10 option, doesn't he, on the left hand side? You know, he will work his heart out. It's a similar scenario, I feel like, to when we was that couple of years ago under Harris, where, you know, we're backs against the wall. We've been a bit unlucky in some games. You just kind of need consistent performers in there, don't you? And just kind of go out there and, you know, he earned a contract last time when he was under that bad run just before Christmas, didn't he, Neil? And I think maybe it's calling for a four-four-two. You know, Murray Wallace at left back because Malone can't play. Ferguson left wing, Jed on the right, Mon on the right. You know, just go for it. Play Smith and Parrot up top. Do it. Why not? Yeah, well, that's what I said. I think at the start of the show, we need hmm. to be thinking outside the box slightly. It's a bit too rigid in his formation, and. We haven't won for seven games, so he has to try something different. And that is, maybe that will give us the kick up the arse that we need and will lead to us actually winning a game because we can't afford to we can't afford this to turn into a rock, can we? Mm-hmm. Because 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 otherwise then you soon find yourselves in and around where we don't want to be. Don't mind us being middle of the table as long as we're picking up the odd win, but we can't but we can't turn this into freefall, not with fans coming back and they'll get on the backs of players, that kind of thing. I just think we need a middle performance Saturday, you know. We need Ben Thompson in the middle being busy, putting a tackle in on someone to get the fans going. You know, we need maybe Woods or maybe Sean Williams next week, or Leonard. I think Leonard probably does deserve a chance after not playing today. I just think we need to kind of mix it up a little bit and, you know, kind of go up and at Derby. They're down on their luck. You know, they, they've not managed to beat a couple of teams that they should have done in the last two games, Coventry and Wickham, newly promoted sides. And I think, you know, Saturday we've just got to go for it, Kai, haven't we? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. You know, give the give the fans something to cheer about. And, you know, fans back in the stadium, got to, got to uh, get them off their seats. And I think it's important we start fast, as I said, but um, but we need to be coming out of that defensive, defensive zone now. But I th- I, to be fair to Raul, I think that he is trying to play bit more defensive just because he feels that you know if we can see we don't we might not score more than one mm-hmm. so he's trying to keep us keep us keep a clean sheet and then build from that which I think is fair enough but one the once these players start coming back I think we'll be able to score a few more hopefully so. yeah just gonna see if there's any more tweets we can read out have you got anything else you want to add into this conversation Neil on today's game uh 
No, not really. Yeah, I think we, we just just how yeah, we're just how disappointed I think we are. We, we, yeah, it comes a long way when you get disappointed at a two-one defeat away from home, isn't it? Because I think our expectations been built up and we're not just living up to it at the minute. Let's make no mistake. Blackburn, you know, they're going to be up there this season, ain't they? I think their attacking front four is outrageous, don't you think? Like, they score goals for fun. 29 goals this season. The highest goal yeah, scorers. they weren't in the anything special, were they? No. They were not anything special. Th- they really were not anything special. They were there for the taking. And we just couldn't, we just couldn't take it. And we got mugged off at the end. But it done, yeah, yeah, but it done out when the referee's on the Blackburn payroll, does it? So hard done by. I think you know we'll have to go again on Saturday. Um, I was just going to say I think you know six games ago when we were on a good one, we were on that good that good streak. You know we're, we're beating Preston and, and Wickham and stuff like that. I think we probably win beat that uh, beat them lot tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just probably a lot of lack of confidence, isn't it? Really, uh, in some parts of the pitch, you know injuries are, are, are mounting, but once then players start to come back and and the confidence starts to rise again, fingers crossed, things will start to click. I think you're right, mate. I mean, obviously, John Terry could be potentially in charge of Derby by Saturday. Makes an interesting sight. Probably be Wayne Rooney anyway. But yeah, thanks for your time today, Kai. Much appreciated. Now, obviously, our attention turns to Saturday. We'll be back hopefully on Monday with a little recap of the game. Fingers crossed it's three points in the bag and we can quickly forget about today's performance. Hopefully, we'll have a Derby County supporter on as well. Returning a favour after our guest on their show this week. So, yeah, I think we've ran our course. Mills kind of dampened the mood, but we'll be back on Saturday couple thousand fans in the den as well so fingers crossed we can pick up three points thanks for listening guys and thanks for your tweets as well Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly, like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real with you for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. Nobody is going to push you out of bed to work out. Nobody is going to make you eat better. But here's the thing. Nobody has to. 
because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. Two and a half million people, each doing the Beachbody program that fits our own goals. Over 80 to choose from, some that take just 20 minutes a day. Nutrition plans that teach you how to eat healthy and still enjoy food. What we all have in common is we know it's not easy, so we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.